0: Welcome to the Faith Heights Church audio podcast. We pray that this message will bless you and feed your faith as you listen in today. As we were worshiping the Lord, I was thinking about how there's a Sabbath day, a day of rest, and I was thinking about how Jesus was in the synagogue on the Sabbath day, and, and how that as Christians and followers of the Lord, if we're followers of Jesus, we'll be in church at least once a week. <clears throat> you know, all things being equal, you're not out of town or whatever. Um, but the Bible also says he was daily in the temple at times. In the early church, they were daily in the temple. At times. This is one of the reasons we have a Wednesday night service because, in the days we're living in, might need a little more than one, once a week. And at times, daily. In the temple, when Brother Keith was here, we, you know, we were daily in the temple, right? Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, took Saturday off, went back on Sunday, had healing school on Monday. Well, that's scriptural. It says he was daily in the temple. The apostles, at times, were daily in the temple. I don't you know I don't still don't know if if everybody's realizing how much we need the word on a daily basis. The only way we'll stay above deception and even be able to recognize deception if we are constantly in the word of truth. There's many things the enemy's doing in people's lives right now and they're not even aware that he's doing it because he's really really sneaky. Okay. Little thoughts, little t- areas of brightness, things that feel wonderful that are not at all wonderful. Remember we did a series not too long ago. We talked four weeks on Wednesday night on the devil is beautiful and how that he's transformed as an angel of light. And a lot of times people feel like these bright feelings are God, but they're not because they don't line up with scripture. You have to be very in the word to be aware of these subtle crafty attacks of the enemy on your mind and your emotions. A lot of people that feel like they're going down the right road are actually on the wrong road. one reason being is the enemy's leaving them alone. Why would he attack them? He's on the road he wants them on. Of course, it's going to feel wonderful. You think the devil's going to make a bad road feel terrible? (laughs) <laughs> He'd try to leave people alone that are on wrong roads because if they're on the road he wants them on, why would you try to get them off that road? Why, leave them alone. Leave them alone. Don't put any oppression their way. Don't put any sadness their way. You know, even kind of make it bright, you know? How are you going to know the difference between what's right and what, what is right and what just feels right? This word right here, being in this word every day is vital if you want to live above Deception. Deception feels so much like truth, it's not even funny. It feels, and it has scriptures surrounding it, that the enemy will bring to, to get you to believe something out of context. Anyway. So, if you would please, turn with me to Luke 8, before we start praying here. We're not going to, well, we've got communion tonight too. We've got a lot to do, don't we? It's good though. Um, I actually... Um, believe I heard from the Lord, so I'm going to go ahead and, and say this tonight and I'll tell my staff <laughs> later. <laughs> but we need to go back to receiving communion on Sunday mornings when the whole family's here. And so we'll probably be going back to the first Sunday of every month starting next month. So I just I just feel like there's more of our family that needs to be... Uh, honoring the Lord and honoring the blood and honoring His broken body, then that come on a Wednesday night. So we'll we'll switch that. So in Luke chapter eight. So here's what I believe, the Lord, want me to say tonight before we pray for 15 minutes or so. Communion will take about four to five minutes. It won't take that long. So, but as we pray tonight, and as we have been praying. There's something I've noticed as a pastor and as a Christian believer myself that it's one thing to get in faith about something. You know, our prayers were heard and our healing is showing up. It's another thing to stay in faith until it can manifest. It's one thing to get in faith Like, let's say, in a meeting where faith is at an all-time high for a victory or increase or whatever we're praying for. It's one thing to get it. You just get in a meeting like this, it kind of pushes you in faith, you know? Like, thank you. But it's another thing to stay in that attitude of faith three days from now when you're out there in the world surrounded by secular things, ungodliness all around you. It's another thing to have that same attitude in the same confession in a crazy world that's talking different and believing different than you and me. So, I want to talk just for a few minutes because if we pray tonight in faith, so what if we don't stay in faith until it can manifest? Until, the word until, U-N-T-I-L, very interesting word. Until. Ever think about that word? Until, until, until. Um, so look at Luke chapter 8. We'll, we'll mention a little bit more about that word in just a minute. But look at Luke 8 and verse 13. This is talking about the parable of the sower. I like to call it the parable of the soil. Because really it's the soil that needs help. So this, the seed is perfect. In Luke chapter 8, Jesus is teaching one of the most powerful lessons in the whole word of God. He says in verse 13, well, to to get un, to understand what he's saying, go ahead and back up just to verse 5. He said, A sower went out to sow his seed. He's, he's giving him a parable here. A sower went out to sow his seed. A farmer went out to sow his seed. And as he sowed, some of the seed fell by the wayside. And it was trodden down, and the fowls of the air devoured up that seed. Some seed fell upon a rock, and as soon as it was sprung up, it withered away. Because it lacked moisture. So seeds have been planted in these two areas and they're not doing much because of the ground. Some seed fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up and it choked it. Other seed fell on good ground, and that seed sprang up and it bare fruit a hundredfold. And when he had said these things, he cried, He that has ears to hear, let him hear. And his disciples asked him saying, what might this parable be? And Jesus said unto you, it's given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God. But to others, you know, who don't come to me after church and talk about what they heard in church. It's all a bunch of parables. They don't never understand anything that seeing they might not see and hearing they might not understand. Now, the parable is this. The seed is the word of God like we're hearing tonight. Those by the wayside are they that hear the word, and then comes the devil and takes away the word out of their hearts, lest they should believe and be saved. This is why you have to guard yourself after church is over. The world, things of this world, all stuff he mentions here in just a few moments, is going to try to come in and zap what you got in church. Make you forget it. Other things crowd in. The word never takes root. All right. It says, They that are on the rock are they which when they hear the word of God, they receive the word with joy. And these have no root. Which for a while believe. Hmm. But in time of testing... Temptation, when things get tough, they fall away. Now, you can read the rest, talks about some more ground, and then there's good ground. The word did bear fruit in some people's life because it was received in a good and honest heart. But this is an interesting phrase. Can you put verse 13 back up on the screen? It says, For a while they believe. Is that? There you go. Thank you. Which for a while. Believe. What's that called? That's called not staying in faith. It's called getting in faith. It's called getting in faith, but it's not staying in faith. Now, why do we need to stay in faith? Because some things don't materialize immediately. It takes time. Here, here's a great example Daniel chapter 10. Right? He's prompted to pray. He fasts and pray, not total fast, but he's he's fasting pleasant bread. He, he's fasting partial fast and praying twenty one days out by the river, right? And lo and behold, after twenty one days, an angel appears to him, Gabriel, and said, "Daniel, I've come for your words." But here's the thing, Daniel. The angel said, "From the first day, you set your heart to understand." Your prayer was heard. I was dispatched from heaven. And 21 days later, the angel shows up with the answer. But he said, Daniel... Basically, this is not quoting, this is my version. He said, Daniel, good thing you didn't give up after 20 days because there was resistance by demon forces in the heavenlies between heaven and earth that withstood me one in 20 days. But lo, Michael, the chief prince, came and relieved me and started warring with those demons in in the air. And here I am, I've come with your answer. 21 days later. What does that tell us? Not everything's immediate. You have to stand at times. You have to keep your focus. You have to maintain an attitude. Stay in faith. Whatever you've got to do because there's, some, there's forces between heaven and earth, so to speak, that would like to block our prayers from coming to pass. I don't know why sometimes it takes time. I don't know why sometimes it takes time for things to unfold, but it does. And here's the key. Delayed prayer is not denied prayer. Don't think God said no to your prayer just because something hasn't happened in two weeks. That's the devil trying to get you out of faith into this verse that says, for a while they believed, but when it got tough, they fell away. Say, that's not me. We, we don't believe for a while. My suggestion also is this, my anointed suggestion let's don't launch out in any faith adventures that we're not ready to stand forever in what do you mean stand forever? Confess the word of God forever in that area. Believe God, don't slip into doubt. Keep an attitude of faith. Declare it's working. Declare it's happening when oppression is all around, when the skies are gray, when it looks like you slip farther into the problem. No matter what, we keep our our confession stays the same and our attitude stays the same and if it starts to drift, we get a hold of ourselves. We get a hold of ourselves and we remind ourselves God didn't lie. This is happening. It's not based on perfection. It's not based on us earning it. It's based on his word, his mercy and his grace. And we believe God. It'll be even as it was told us. Stay in faith. Say, I'm staying in faith. Say this. I'm not just getting in faith that my prayers were heard and answered. I'm staying in faith. How long? I like what Brother Hagen said. He said, when it comes to a prayer of faith, when it comes to a stand on God's word for healing or victory or whatever we're going to pray about tonight, when it comes to standing on the word of God, prepare to stand forever. And it won't take as long for it to show up. Prepare what? Prepare to stand forever. That's why you need to not just pray for things you need. You need to get ready to pray and make sure you're ready to believe in the long haul. It said here, for a while they believed, but when things got tough, they fell away. When temptation came, when tests and trials came, they fell away. And the fruit did not come forth. All right. Look with me at another scripture in Hebrews chapter 10, and verse 39. You can put the King James up there, and I'm going to read you another translation. Hebrews 10, verse 39. What are we admonished to do here, church? Hebrews 10, 39, please. All right, you see the word we? That's us. We are not of them who draw back unto perdition, but of them that believe, and one translation says, until the saving Of the soul. The J.B. Phillips says it this way Surely we are not going to be men who cower back and are lost, but men who maintain their faith until, everybody say until. until, until the salvation of their souls is complete. Until, what a powerful word. How long do you think we should believe? How long do you think we should believe that we're saved? You think we should believe we're saved when we feel like we're saved? Well, yeah, that's easy. Think we should believe we're saved when we don't feel like we're saved? Do you think we should believe we're saved when everything around us said there's no God? Oh, yeah, we believe until. We believe until what? Until we see Him face to face. And then we just keep on believing from then on out forevermore. Why do people give up? Why do people back out? Why do people stop believing? Why? Why do people stop believing when it comes to healing? Why do people stop believing when it comes to salvation? Why do people stop believing? Demons. Temptations. Lies. Deception. Pressure. If you read on in some of those other reasons why the Word of God didn't produce in certain people's lives, it's because the cares of this world crept in. Mm -hmm. Deceitfulness of riches. Lusts of other things. Entering in, choked the word, and it bore no fruit. Well, there's certain things we have to do and to guard ourselves from if we're going to stay in faith. And when we pray tonight, we need to make sure that as, we, as we're done with this prayer meeting, as soon as we're done with this prayer meeting, and we just prayed for our city, and we just prayed for our church, and just as soon as we've done that, don't, don't be surprised if a news report comes your way of something that looks the opposite of what we prayed for. What do you do at a time like that? You stay in faith. And you say, I'm not changing what I believe. Hey, if the news hasn't caught up with our prayers yet, fine, it will eventually, if we stay in faith. It's really really a waste of time to pray for your government and then start accepting everything the news is saying and start thinking, oh, wow, that's terrible. Oh, wow, I can't believe that. Just stay home. Don't don't even go to the prayer meeting if we're going to unravel our prayer. Now, it, it would take everybody having to back off for our prayers not to work, but the more that are in faith, the more results we're going to see. you got to watch out about bad reports coming out in the news or or somebody that you know telling you this about your country when we just prayed for our country. Oh, this country's going down. Oh, I can't believe all these bad things that are happening. You know, when you hear that kind of stuff, And you've prayed a prayer and you were in a prayer meeting that we're believing God against that stuff. That sounds like it's getting worse. When you hear bad reports like that, you shouldn't just go, your countenance should change. No, 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 that's not the way it's going. We prayed. And delayed prayer is not denied prayer. And if we will stay in faith... We will see the full salvation that we've been praying for in our country, in our economy, in our city. At least in our lives, we will. At least in our families' lives, we will. So, what are we going to do tonight after prayer is over? We're going to stay in faith that what we prayed about is happening. Yes. Yeah, but didn't you hear the news? Didn't you hear God? <laughs> What, what, are we going to pray and let a news report say, oh, well, I guess God's word's not true because, you know, CBS is more, more reverential or more almighty than our God. No, CNN, CBS, whatever broadcast, whatever they say is not final authority. They don't know what's going on behind the scenes and the devil constantly tries to get us out of faith once we've gotten in faith because he knows if we stay in faith, he's messed up. He's a messed up dude. <clears throat> Let's pray for a few minutes and then before 830 we'll, 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 before 8.30 we'll take communion with some of these things in mind. <laughs> I thought this was interesting that the, the Greek word for endurance, because you know, you got to endure. I mean, there's no way you're going to stay in faith if you don't have some endurance about you. Is uh, It means cheerful steadfastness cheerful steadfastness that's what the devil tries to get us out of is cheerful steadfastness oh your country's getting darker and darker we need to go (laughs) we prayed too late devil your lives don't work on us our families are staying protected the healing level is rising in our valley healing's rising disease is going down Well, but didn't you hear the report? Yeah, I did. I read the report right there. It said if we'll humble ourselves and pray and seek his face and turn from our wicked ways, he'd heal our land. That's what's happening, whether the news broadcasts it or not. Just because people with million-dollar cameras and HD videos are broadcasting something doesn't mean it's true. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. For more information about this ministry, visit faithheights.org. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram. To sow into this ministry, visit faithheights.org and click on the Donate tab.